0: hey guys what's up so today we're going to talk about the topic of denominations what's the best denomination and which one you guys should choose so currently in america today there are um, over a thousand different different set of belief systems that different christians have so to be clear all of these are people who are proclaiming christians they all believe in the same bible and they just have different sets of beliefs on different topics things like communion the holy spirit the trinity maybe the gifts of the spirit who jesus is Stuff like that. So that, that is what makes up a lot of these different denominations. And there's tons of different ones out there. You've probably heard of them before. Pentecostal, Baptist, Southern Baptist, Presbyterian, Methodist, Assemblies of God, Church of God, Church of Christ. So there's tons of different denominations that are out there. And you also have ones that are like non denominational churches or interdenominational churches. Non denominational is the most popular one as of late, at least it gets a lot of talk around it. A lot of the mega churches that you're seeing today are non denominational churches. Many of them came from a denomination and then gave up the de- denomination later on. So, first off, with this point of denominations, why are there denominations? What, what, what was the purpose of denominations in the first place? Well, the, the purpose in them for the most part was pretty pure. People were saying, hey, we have a set of belief systems that go against what some other people believe. And we believe that we actually found ours from Scripture where we don't believe they found theirs in Scripture. So we're going to kind of create a, a, a set of beliefs that we all agree on. And it's going to help us be unified. So that was the intention behind it, and the issue was after they did it, somebody else did it, and they claimed that they read the Bible correctly, and somebody else did it and claimed they read the Bible correctly. Now we have all of these different peoples who are all founded on a father of the faith, quote-unquote, that has all of this information and everybody just looks up to them for what they believe. And unfortunately today, most people who follow a certain denomination do not do it because they studied out whether that denomination is true or whether what they had to say was biblical, but rather because they grew up that way or because their parents were that way or because somebody looked up to is that way. It is very, very, very dangerous for us to find truth this way because that's not truth. Could you have happened to stumble into the correct version of truth? Yes, 100% you could have. But the issue is if you don't do the research yourself and you use what everybody else has said, for you to figure out what the denomination you should be. You're putting yourself in a very very dangerous very dangerous position because you're trusting what everybody else got from the Bible. You're trusting your pastor's commentary of the Bible. I'm not saying your pastor doesn't have good things to say. I'm not saying your denomination doesn't have good things to say. I'm simply saying you need to choose the denomination you are by what you find personally through your reading of scripture. You cannot wait for Moses to go up the mountain for you like we see in Exodus, to get all of these divine revelations from God while you're sitting down there doing nothing for him. Scripture commands us to be the ones who go up the mountain. In the Old Testament, Moses was the one to do it. In the New Testament, we can walk up the mountain. We can access God ourselves. And he gave us his word to do it, right? Hebrews chapter one says, in the old days, God spoke to us through many ways and through his prophets, but in these latter times, God has spoken to us through his son. Jesus has shown us exactly what we're supposed to believe. And of course, there's disagreements on what Jesus meant by certain things, but at its rawest form, the gospel is the gospel. The gospel is not going to change from denomination to denomination for the most part to make that point clear. I quote this in many of my videos, but it's extremely important to quote. It's Ephesians 2, 8-9. through 9. It says, For it is by grace that I have been saved through faith, not of your own works, lest any man should boast. But it's a free gift of God unto salvation. So you have been saved by grace through faith, grace alone, through faith alone, for good works alone, in Christ alone. You have not been saved by any good works. You cannot get saved by a prayer. You can't get saved by a baptism. You are saved by grace through faith alone. So if there's any denomination that disagrees with that, they disagree with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I would instantly reject any denomination that disagrees with that point right there. Okay, so back to which denomination you should choose. It cannot be one that disagrees on salvation. I would urge you to be part of a denomination that agrees with the Trinity. I think that that is pretty foundational to your faith. And lastly, the way that you find out which denomination is best is by doing the research yourself. There's something called eisegesis and exegesis. And eisegesis means when you're reading the Bible that you insert your own views, opinions, and cultural understanding, or denominational, rather, understanding in this case, to your reading. This is a very dangerous thing to do because you're not reading the Bible for what the Bible says, you're reading it for what you've been taught to understand the Bible says. To give you a short example of this, what this looks like is I have a friend and she grew up in a very, very Pentecostal church. And she was taught that God wanted to materialistically, monetarily bless you. Whenever the Bible mentions blessings, that that's what it's in reference to. So whenever she would pray or anything, she would be praying for blessings. And I would agree with her prayer because I don't hear monetary blessing when I hear the word blessing. She only could hear that because she was taught by her denomination that blessing means that you get more stuff. You get more money. God gives you a nicer house, a cooler car, because God wants you to prosper. This is one of the most damning beliefs that somebody could have as a believer. I'm not saying God can't bless you. I'm not saying God can't give you something monetarily, but the word blessing does not mean either of those two things, and for you to believe a prosperity gospel is very, very damning. So when this person started um, fellowshipping with me and some of my buddies, I showed her a video on, on the prosperity gospel. And she was shook by it because she'd never heard a different view. So she came up to me and she said, I never knew a different view than the prosperity gospel and blessing. She said, whenever I see the word blessing, all I ever see is the word money. And it was super heartbreaking to me because I was like, you have completely missed the mark of what blessing meant in the Bible, which will warp her higher view of jesus god's heart i mean all of these things so my point in saying that is that she was eisegeting something into scripture and she was unintentionally doing it she'd just done what she'd been taught now there's something called exegesis which means i'm reading the word for what it says and i'm letting the word itself change my view on things if you're saying cody i don't know if i heard the wrong definition or something great look it up there's something called a Strong's concordance. you can get it on an app called the blue letter bible app which you can get on your phone for free and it will give you the Greek or Hebrew definition of that word in its original language and tell you exactly what was meant by that word. So my encouragement to you all, do the research. Do not believe anything other than the biblical gospel of by grace alone through faith alone, and make sure that you make a decision for yourself. I want to make clear, Jesus was of zero denomination. Does that mean that non-denominational is the right answer? No, not necessarily, because most non-denominational people that I've ever spoken with, they have no idea what they believe which is no better than knowing what you believe in and being wrong. My point is go from a standpoint where you say, I'm rejecting everybody's theology other than God's. I'm going to study the word of God. If I have questions, I'm going to look up from many different sources. That's how I will come to my answer. If you do this, you will find that your answers for biblical things will be so accurate and it will be so in the middle. Oftentimes we see people on the radical left or the radical right on these things, not politically, but spiritually and they'll either be dead set on one or the other, many times that you will find that neither are right actually, but there's somewhere in the middle that is actually pretty close to right. So what I encourage you to do is look up denominations that think that your denomination is crazy, background crazy. And see what they have to say, because they probably have some sort of justified reasons for some of the things that they're saying. And look into other denominations, look into other belief systems, study those things out, and then come to an agreement on what you believe Scripture is saying. And that probably, I actually guarantee you, that will mean that you're going to disagree with one or two, maybe more points of what your denomination says. And in closing, I want to clarify, this is the most important part of this whole video. The denomination that you're part of, if we believe on the gospel, does not matter you're called to rightly divide the word of god you're, you're called to study out what scripture says but at the end of the day we are all brothers and sisters in christ if you believe that you have been saved by grace through faith you are part of the same family that i'm a part of it does not matter the secondary issues in regards to somebody's salvation in regards to fellowship in regards to unity denominations have divided the church far more than they've ever helped the church please do not die on your hill of your pet doctrines and your denomination Please die on the hill of unity in Christ. John 13, 35, for they will know you're my disciples by your love for one another. That's not love for the SBC. That's not love for the church of God. That's not love for the church of Christ. That is love for the body of Christ. All of the body of Christ. So you can disagree with somebody else's beliefs, and that's fine. But if that ever stops you from being in right relation with him and loving them as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for him, if If you are in division with other denominations who agree on the gospel, I cannot urge you enough to drop to your knees and really, really pray about that. Jesus hates the division that's in the church today. And he died actually to stop the division in the church today. And unfortunately, these denominations have done more hurting than they've done good in any form. So study out what the word of God says and at the end of the day love the body well if we can agree on the gospel we agree on the gospel and that's what matters for I'm determined to know nothing among you except Christ and him crucified Hey guys, thank you for so much for watching these videos. It means the world to us and um, I've gotten nothing but kind words coming back from you guys. If you would do me a huge favor, if you would smash that subscribe button so that you get um, more information about when we're coming out with videos and stuff. And if you would smash that like button and you can drop a comment, a question, anything you've got, that, that really helps the YouTube algorithm in regards to getting these videos out to more people. So it means the world to me. And uh, if it really touched you, I guarantee it's going to touch somebody else. So just smash that subscribe button as hard as you can. Smash that like button